Hi, welcome back to the Mom Mentality Show. It's Austin Chadwick here and with uh, Chris Lucian as co-host. And we're continuing the series on, uh, you know, habits for a highly effective mobber, kind of uh, uh, coming from the book, uh, the Seven Habits book for highly effective people. And uh, this next one is a really big one for me. Um, so the fourth habit is about thinking win-win. Um, and uh, so what what are your thoughts here, Chris, for kicking it off? Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I have uh, quite a lot of thoughts here as well. You know, I think the think win win, uh, they had kind of this this like set of quadrants, win win, win lose, uh, lose win, lose lose, uh, and then this idea of like win win or no deal, um, and then and then they kind of go on to talk about the abundance mentality and the scarcity mentality. So, uh, a couple of stories, I guess, come you know to mind. Um, at at a previous organization before mobbing and before being kind of in an environment, um, you know, I, I did have a boss that would like constantly compare the accomplishments of two people in front in front of them and say, Oh, well, you know, so-and-so is doing well. Why aren't you doing that? Well, uh, and, and so that created the win lose atmosphere. And then, and that I think created sabotage and, all kinds of, of, of weird stuff, um, competing teams, uh, people trying to uh, basically be hired onto one team versus the other. Uh, and, and that, you know, that all of that behavior was extremely costly to the organization. And they had, they had no idea, but, you know, think, I think just every time they reinforce that. So, so I've seen win lose enforced heavily and it, and it was, really really bad uh you know and, and and then i think the the other story i think uh i really like is is just kind of the the start of of mobbing in the first place for for what i experienced which was you know everybody was working by themselves we were doing retrospectives and kanban and learning sessions uh there was no unit testing yet there was um you know the team's knowledge of agile was fairly light uh and there was there's a point in time where uh you know a senior a very senior level developer was saying you know i'm stuck i'm not going to meet a deadline um can we all get together in a room uh and look at my code together uh very similarly from um from the perspective of uh the kata randories that we were doing uh in our learning session time and and that was you know in my mind that was kind of the birth of mobbing for us, and uh, I think in a win lose atmosphere um, that would have been impossible to do because I I, I had seen firsthand uh, at my you know at another organization before that that the win lose mentality just meant that the the uh, you know that team probably would have run themselves into the ground before trying to cooperate right or collaborate, mm. um, and so. Uh, you know, and then I think that leads me into the abundance mentality because because win-win was selected in that scenario, um, a lot of great things happened and abundance happened. The amount of software the team worked on, the the team grew considerably. Um, and so, you know, I've seen I've seen those things. And then and then finally, I think my my last thought on like the win-win or no deal. Um, yeah. I did <laughs> uh I think that self-organizing teams does have a good option for this and so i have seen in in groups that can self-organize when 
people are working together. They typically think win-win and there's a like kind of a pressure release valve for the win-win or no deal in a self-organizing team. Because if you can move from one team to the other or one task to another, you can collaborate or not. If you cannot find an equal ground um, or it becomes a win-lose competition, uh, people can have the option to say no deal. And that's a better outcome than I think the win-lose or lose-lose scenario. So those were, that was kind of a thought dump. I don't know, Austin. Yeah. Jump in on that. No, I love it. And, you know, the the terminology itself has been a big win, win <laughs> uh, for me personally, because it just gives a name. It's almost like a design pattern. It gives a name to something when you see it happening, like, like, uh, you know, uh, it'll come up in my personal life or work life where it just kind of feels like, yeah, this the interaction between me and this other person or this team and this team feels like a win lose right now. Or, you know, like it it, it helps give it say it simply what's what i feel like's going on and uh i guess uh an elephant in the room that i'll address is that uh i found it hilarious that the office did an episode on this and then they called it uh win 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 (laughs) with win 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 everybody wins but uh so you know you've made it when the office is making fun of you right so (laughs) um but I, I really got to agree with you on the win-win or no deal. Like the, the ability to have no deal can can be the kindest and best thing for the situation sometimes, right? And I think um, often uh, a lot of what I've noticed in a lot of mobs internally and then also mobs interacting or teams interacting with other teams is that when there's problems, there's usually some sort of win-lose mentality going on or lose-win. And I think I've seen lose-win more often than win-lose. So like lose-win is kind of like, I am going to keep the problems I'm noticing from to myself, right? And I'm going to just bear the brunt of the problems. And this is helping this other person or this helping this other team. And it's not just kind of like, you know, almost kind of like servant leadership where it's like, hey, you know, we're getting in there and doing good stuff to help out this other team. It's like, no, we're experiencing some pretty bad problems, but it's like, you just kind of keep it to yourself. It's almost kind of like, it's almost the same grit as radical candor, right? Where if you, if you're not honest about the problems you're experiencing or the teams you're experiencing, the team is experiencing, it's kind of this ruinous empathy where you're not telling the other side of the relationship, the truth, right? (laughs) And so it, it feels like a win to them, but since it's kind of destructive for you or for your team, in the end, it's a lose for them too, unless they don't care about you at all, <laughs> you know? Um, but in most organizations, uh, or even like a, you know, customer provider relationship, both sides need each other, right? And so a win-lose ultimately is a lose for everybody um, or a lose-win, you know? And so, <laughs> um And so, like you said, the ability to say like, hey, here are my needs or here are the problems or here's the team's problems. What can we work out where both sides can make it happen um, or works well for both sides and to not give up on the discussion until you do? um, I've seen that lead to way better outcomes. But also, as you said, just being like, hey, I think we're at an impasse here. Let's just have a no deal. And that's okay, You know, And I've seen, it's been more rare where I've seen the no deal, but I've also seen it be really healthy where it's just people's North stars are diametrically opposed, right? Yeah. 
And so if there's, you know, uh, then I've seen that where when those two people are in the same mob together, it's probably best if they're just in different mobs because their 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 priority of what is number one for that team to achieve. Kind of going back to the other habit, what was that? Uh, begin with the end in mind. If you have two people in the same mob with completely different ends, like goals, <laughs> you know, maybe no deal is the way to go. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah. And th that was cool. You shared those stories. Um, and you're right. Like you, you think about what led to the mob programming movement. If it was a win lose mindset, it's kind of like, well, that's a problem for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, it could have died, you know, right then, right? Yes. It would have just been like, oh, you know, I, I hope, you know, I, I wish you the best, but you know, yeah. I hope you don't get fired for this, right? Like <laughs> that. That's probably you know the the discussion, the end that 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 could have come out of that. And, you know, because it was win-win, because it was abundance, yeah. right? Because because that's the thing is, you know, if that person, if that person was left on their own, that might have meant a promotion for somebody, right? Mm -hmm. in, in the short term. But, but that win-win led to basically, you know, uh, abundance for all, right? Um, and, and that's the thing I, I, I've seen you know, that exact thing. So in that other organization, it was just win, lose everywhere. And yeah, that created some short-term gains, some short-term competition between people. And one team worked harder because they were outpaced by another team briefly, but then gradually over time, they just lost hope and, uh, and then things fell apart further. And then <clears throat> when, when things started falling apart for them, the company's stopped making as much money and so then it basically meant that both of those teams eventually shrank into nothingness right um and so so that that lose win like yes somebody won right uh, uh, in the eyes of that person but it became a lose lose for the entire company right um and and the, the yeah it, it, it's it, it's a really interesting thing because there's all kinds of these scenarios but I think the, um, you know, it, in abundance mentality, you know, I think especially in like the software world, there's just so much work, so much automation to be done. There, there's so many things that people could be doing. That, um, and, you know, if you, if you become effective uh, as, as a whole, like, you know, you will, uh, your successes will be multiplicative. So, so bringing other people down around you in the software world just doesn't make any sense but it's almost always the default um you know and and maybe that comes from like taylorist thinking or something but um you know or or like the theory x versus theory y sort of stuff but i i think that um yeah it, it, as as soon as it's in that win win or like the worst situations lose lose like if if you can't succeed or if i can't succeed you're not going to succeed either um that sort of stuff just you know, you want to, you want to make sure that stuff goes away as quickly as possible. Um, and then uh, the win-win or no deal. I, I also found that to be instructive for some people because I, I have, I have seen people in a self-organizing team where it became no deal with everyone they worked with. And so they went from one team and it was no deal. And then next team, it was no deal. And it was next team and it was no deal. 
And, and gradually their perspective shifted from everybody else is the problem to maybe I need to change. Right. Um, and so that can, you know, that scenario can also be very developmental, um, because it, it might lead to a certain realization that, that people have. So, um, you know, the, the, there are all kinds of benefits from thinking win-win, uh, and, and I think not only thinking win-win, but promoting it between people and just being like, Hey, look, I see a path forward where we're all very successful and we're not blaming each other. And, and, and I also think like, um, you know, rather than letting people struggle in an organization is like joining up, you know, creating abundance for, for, um, for anyone who's struggling that pays off in droves in the long run and, uh, and can be very, very powerful for an organization. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I think you're right. It reminds me of the phrase destination sickness, someone who just has no deal everywhere they go. Right. You yeah. know, is Oh, well, if I was just on this team or this company or this organization, then things would be better. And then you realize like, Oh, the common denominator is me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's, that's something good to watch out for. Um, and yeah, that, that no deal aspect can help bring that to light. Um, I did have a couple of examples, like stories of uh win-win. I think one was kind of internal in a team and then one was two teams interacting. And then I feel like the hardest thing about this, I had some questions for you at the end. Um, and so the, the low level win-win internally for a mob, I think anybody who's mobbed a while has seen this. And maybe now you can identify it as win-win, but I've seen it so many times where I love how they they put it as high courage and high consideration. Because I think when you have a healthy mob, it's okay to say your opinion, you know, like, hey, I think the design should be A. And someone else is like, no, I think the design should be B or should be tech A or should be tech B. And what I've seen so many times in a mob is we'll experiment, you know, but is when there is that win-win mindset, it's not only let's do A, but tell me more about B. I want to hear about that. Let's try it. Let's try your way. Let's try my way. And then what usually happens is A slash B. <laughs> they yeah. see the benefits of A, they see the benefits of B, and then they find a way to combine them. And so um, some sometimes it might literally be two different design patterns and that you end up with something that's kind of a blend of the two, but then it it avoids the cons of each design pattern. And then you get one that, that it's, it's, it's a win-win for the yeah. code and the people working It's abundance. Yep. It's abundance, yeah. <laughs> and uh, And so I've seen that a lot. And sometimes it's really, you know, soft and uh, kind of more like you can imagine classical music playing because it's just so like quiet and nicely done. And sometimes it's more a little more rowdy, you know, the way people are they're 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 having courage and saying their ideas with passion, but they're also with passion, curious about the other people's ideas. And so uh, that really works well a lot when, when you get the mob there where they're doing that. And then on the team level, I've seen it where we were doing. I was on a team when we were doing a database migration with another team who, uh, you know, a different way of working and mindset and stuff. And basically they came to the table with, it needs to work this way for us. And we're like, well, we need to work this way for us, for this interaction to work, you know, like, you know, the way, what they work on for the project and what we work on. And it took, it took a few rounds of trying out different options. But by the time we got to like option D, we found a win-win, a literal one where they're like, oh, we can totally do that. And we're like, oh, that works great for us. But at the beginning of the meeting, at the beginning of trying to figure it out, it 
it was hard because it just felt like, oh, well, that option's a win-lose and this one's a lose-win and this one's just a lose-lose, you know? And then, but, you know, but it's that brainstorming of identifying and being honest where you can have two teams walk away with, okay, here's our interface or here's how we're going to interact for this set of work. And uh, it could be beneficial to both. Um, but it's not always easy. And usually the feeling when you're in the pit of like, we've just identified our third lose-win scenario and haven't found it yet, <laughs> is you want to give up, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's always been worth it to, you know, spend the extra 15 or 30 minutes looking at other options of ways to interact. And so, um, yeah, there's a couple of stories I have that come to mind. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. That just reminds me of a quick book recommendation. I, I think oh. when studying negotiation, uh, there's a book yeah. called Never Split the Difference by Voss. Um, yeah. That's, that's good for that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think... Both sides of that coin, um, I think the biggest challenge to this all, if you're dealing with that at a personal level, so let's just say uh, there's someone in your team who is high in courage and advocation, but low in consideration of others, or vice versa, someone who's willing to concede a lot and not be honest with the problems. Like, I mean, I think this topic blends like systems thinking and psychological safety and radical candor, all, all these kinds of things come to play. But uh, for either of those scenarios, what are, what are some of your uh, first reactions or moves there, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, when, when you were talking, it kind of reminded me of the, of the lose win scenario. And when, when I see that it's um, I, I, you know, I, I find this particularly uh, often with, like introverted people with like a bunch of extroverts um, that that'll <laughs> this the, the, the sort of like, you know, I'm going to say my opinion once. And if they don't hear me, then I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and that does create the lose win. Like they win, I lose. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I think that's a little bit of why we, we talk about the mobbing roles and, um, you know, uh, making sure that the unheard voice is heard and, and things along those lines. So there, there's a little bit of that. Um, and then, and then, you know, retrospectives and there's a number of like facilitation techniques that, that you use to draw those things out. And so, um, I think there's a couple of things that, you know, a mob might feel healthy, but it's only healthy superficially because somebody's choosing lose win all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, one thing that I saw that was really effective at this was Willem Larson's, uh, I think, so like Agile Safari or Safari Retrospective or something. And uh, so he basically had like one of the, so it was a, a, for, a retrospective every 45 minutes. And it, it was, but it was very fast. It was everybody has a set of cards, the Safari cards, and somebody throws down uh, um, one the, the the card that reminds me in particular about this is a a flower being stepped on by an elephant, and so uh, so that was I think a good way to highlight a lose win scenario that that recently occurred, um, and drawing it out and and so, uh, you know, so I, I think like if you feel like you have a healthy mob, you know, that might be something that you try to to further draw out um any lose win thinking because i think lose win is probably the easiest one to go under the radar um and uh you know i really appreciate willem's contributions to the mobs that he was on 
because I, I had seen him, you know, kind of directly work through that um, by highlighting these things that were very hard to detect. Yeah, 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 that, that, uh, yeah, I think I've done a, diff a different version of the Safari Retro before, and it, and it was helpful um, to kind of uh, expose where people are really at. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing that works for me is I think the somewhat easier one, uh, it's easier and harder, is the, the someone with the high courage, low consideration, because it's very obvious, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. They say their opinion, and then they just do it. And they don't care what other people are, think, they don't ask, and they just go to action, right? Um, and so I think being in the mob with someone like that, um, you it takes, in my experience, someone to step in with a, a, a certain level of match their intensity to be like, Hey, that's great, but let's hear what others say. You know, what yeah. others think, what others think. And I've seen people with high courage, low consideration slowly become higher consideration because they start to realize like, oh, their idea was better than mine or their idea plus my idea was better than mine. And I think after three or four times of that, you start to see them instead of with, even without a facilitator prompting them, start asking other people for their ideas. And, um, there could be a whole lot of psychological reasons why they are that way. Um, sometimes it's not so uh, malicious. It's just they're excited and they just want to see it happen, you know. And so maybe it's just good for other team members to remind them that, hey, there's other people here and let's hear out their thoughts on this. Um, and then the lose win for me is where I really like, if you're remote mob programming, cameras on. Because it makes such a big difference where you'd be like, okay, uh, so-and-so suggested idea A. What do you all think of that? And if you hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you see the faces and someone's like, yeah, but they're like, you know what I mean? Or they're just like, they're grimacing or, you know, the tone is off, but you can tell that they're not, they're not willing to have the courage to, to dissent or to have the courage to say it is then just to really draw that out and to be like, Hey, you know, I, I, I feel that, you know, there might be some concerns here. Do you mind sharing more about your concerns? You know, and just trying to bring those to light until until people on the team do that without prompting, right? It's almost kind of like when the team's operating at a high enough level, the the facilitator can sunset, so to speak, and just uh, fade away because <laughs> they, they're all there. Everyone's high courage, high consideration, but um, it, it can take a transition period of someone stepping in to bring those opinions and feelings to light. Um, and like you said, this is where the mob roles come in. Like, it's good to celebrate someone's negative dissenting opinion on where the mob wants to go. Like, hey, that's great. You know, that's, uh, uh, what do we call it? Major pain, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're noticing pain about something and we're, we need to verbalize and celebrate that and just not that let that be squashed, you know, yeah. um, whether through malice or just excitement. They're just excited to move on, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Got anything else? No, that's it. Uh, you know, so to all of you out there who, um, you know, maybe maybe you've seen somebody uh, pull off a win-win or um, maybe someone's thinking uh, scarcity uh, all the time, uh, you know, be sure to share the episode with them. And if you have a story of your own to share, please uh, throw it into the comments and uh, like and subscribe. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. See ya.